Have you ever wondered why your dog is stressed out? Hello, my successful and healthy earthlings. Mihaela Ragushia, naturopath and founder of the Natural Health Podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you why your dog may be stressed out and how it is related to you. First, we're going to go through why your dog may be stressed. Then we're going to talk about a science-backed study. And then we're going to talk about three tips how to ensure that your dog is no longer stressed. At the end of this episode, I'm also going to give you the opportunity to join our health and success-oriented community by clicking below and joining the Natural Health Newsletter. At this time, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the bell notification button if you are on YouTube so you're notified every time amazing content like this comes out. Welcome to the Natural Podcast, where we bring awareness to sustainable health in the business hustle space. Natural Podcast is perfect for the high-performing business-minded individuals who want to work with their biochemistry to achieve optimal health and success. It's it's Mondays with Mahela. That's right, me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Absolutely love, 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 and appreciate your support. And on Mondays here, I'm here to provide you simple, savvy, and sustainable health hacks to optimize your health. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about your best friend. That's right, your dog. And if you don't own a dog, you can relate to this even if you have a cat or any type of pet because the the study when we're talking about is specific to a dog however I'm pretty sure the same could relate to other pets and you might be thinking why is my dog so stressed out that is such a great question we see signs of our dogs being stressed out like panting there's so many signs you just jump onto youtube or jump or talk to any you know dog trainer or dog professional about signs about dogs being stressed out and there's so many of them and i love dogs and the last thing that we want is to the last thing we want is for our little fur baby to be stressed out we don't want that to happen and it's not the nicest thing to happen to be stressed out right so what can we do about it? That's exactly what I want to talk about in today's episode. But let's talk about dogs, right? Dogs actually mirror us. If you don't notice, get your dog, do something, and they mirror us. If you walk into a room, they will follow us. If we do, um, if we lay down, they lay down with us. They actually mirror our physical selves. So then it makes me think about, could they actually mirror emotionally? That is a great question, isn't it? And, and the interesting thing is, is, is that it may just be true. They actually may mirror more than just our physical. They may mirror our emotional sense. I mean, and you know when you've got a dog and you're a bit upset and you're like, oh, they can feel it. They come up to you, they snuggle, they give you that little lick or they just come to you and curl up because they may feel it. Well, yeah, it may be true. They do feel it. So let's figure out why your dog is stressed let's look at a study that's what i want that's what i've based this podcast on this episode is on a study that i found in nature i love nature's um absolutely amazing reviews they've got there and studies so this particular study was interesting because it looked at in this study they aim to assess long-term stress levels in hair samples from dogs and their owners from both solitary hunting dogs as well as ancient dog breeds and compare them to results to our previous study on herding dogs they've done a previous study before so this isn't the first study they really looked into this and wanted to find out what was happening so researchers at 
Link Opping University have investigated whether the stress level of dogs are affected by the people they live with. So it's kind of like, does your stress affect the dog's stress, right? The people that they live with. Stress levels from the past several months can be determined in both dogs and humans by measuring levels of stress hormones stored in hair as they grow. So that's kind of what they use. If you're thinking about how do they know how stressed the dog is or how do they know how stressed I am? Well, they used hair samples. What a great way, right? Hair cortisol concentrations have repeatedly been shown to be valuable long-term measures in various mammals and humans. So you can take a piece of your hair, a piece of your dog's hair and see what the stress is like, yeah? So, but the thing that you need to take into consideration is hair cortisol concentration can also be affected by um, physical activity because it raises our cortisol, right? So therefore they had to look into um, monitoring dog's activity levels during that week using remote cloud-based activity collars and ensuring that, you know, their emotional stress isn't their um, physical stress, isn't, there's no link. Um, so they had to ensure that they pull that out, right? There's just so many things they have to make sure in a study. So the researchers, what they did is, is they collected, <coughs> sorry, apologies about that. They collected hair from both dogs and their owners and measured levels of cortisol, which is so interesting. And I love this stuff which is the most important stress hormone. If you don't know what cortisol is, I've done so many episodes on cortisol. Check out the episodes on the Natural Health Podcast. Type in cortisol and something will definitely come up. They were interested in whether there was difference between different dog breeds. So not just if the owner's stress level affected the dogs, but different dog breeds if it affected them. Because breeding has led to genetic selection of different breeds for different tasks. So, for example, uh, they used to breed dogs. They still breed dogs for sheep and gathering, for hunting, for therapy dogs. There's so many things happening at the moment. So, the study actually included 18 dogs from breeds that have been bred for independent hunking, hunting, such as Swedish Elkhound, the Norwegian Elkhound, and the Dutch Hund. Um, the second group included dogs from ancient breeds that were genetically more closely related to wolves. And this uh, included 24 dogs from breeds such as the Shiba Inn, the Basin, and the Siberian Husky. Um, all owners completed questionnaires about their own personality and that they and of their dog. So they were given questions, hey, when are you stressed? How are you stressed about yourself? And then also the dog. They also answered questions about the relationship with the dog, including such matters on how the owner experiences the interaction with the dog, degree of emotional attachment of the dog, and the extent to which owning a dog gave rise to problems. So it was an interesting questionnaire that asked so many questions to figure out how stressed are you? What's your relationship like with your dog? And what's your dog like around you? What type of connection do you have? So you're wanting to know the results, aren't you? You're pretty keen. I'm keen too, right? So they compared the hair cortisol, um, the, the hair cortisol that they found, the concentration between breed groups. And the answer is, what they came to is that the ancient breed group is the least affected by the owner. So the ancient breed group, right? They were the least affected by the owner and their relationship together. The solitary hunting dogs showed clear association with both owner personality traits and their relationship. But only the herding dogs showed inter interspecies long term stress synchronations. And these dogs that I just mentioned, they include 
um, the Border Collie and the Shipland Sheepdog. They are the um, the that, those dogs are the ones that we're talking about here. They are the ones, which is the herding dogs, that showed long-term syncing with your human stress and their stress. So essentially, these results suggest that long-term stress syncing is influenced by the recent selection of human cooperation but that the human dog relationship and personality traits are an important feature affecting the dog's hair cortisol. So essentially this is saying that your dog feels your stress depending on the breed. All right, also depending on the breed, but it can feel your stress and your dog may be stressed because of you. That's right, the owner. They can feel your stress, they sense your dogs, in particular if one of your dogs has been bred for human interaction especially those type of therapy dogs, the, the dogs that are made to uh, work with you, running on farms and so forth. So they are the ones that are going to feel your emotions of stress and they're going to replicate that. So then the question is, is three tips to help your dog stress less. Number one that I always talk about and I want to mention here is manage your own stress. Yes, but managing your own stress, you're actually going to help your dog. You're going to be helping your dog manage their stress because they're going to see you as a leader. They're going to mirror your emotions and they're going to see, wow, this person's calm, collected, has it together. So therefore, I'm calm, collected. The other one is, is understanding your dog, right? Understand your dog, understanding your dog breed and understanding what makes them stressed out. And when you know this, the signs that they show when they're stressed out, you can do a bit of a check and go, am I stressed? Is it me that's causing this or is it something else, right? The other one is, is relaxing therapy. What am I talking about here? Well, when you're meditating or when you're doing some breathing exercises, have your dog there with you because they're going to be mirroring it. Place your hands on them, do some deep breaths with them and just be there for them, right? Because they're going to mirror that. They're not going to be mirroring the stress. They're going to be mirroring the calmness that you have. So there you go. If you ever thought, does my dog feel my stress? You have the answer. The answer is yes. They feel your stress and it is affecting them. If stress affects our health, it definitely affects the dog's health. So the question is, is comment below does your stress does your dog feel your stress let me know let me know what breed of dog you have and let me know does it feel your stress in the comments below let me know and then i'll comment below and i'll let you know what dog i have and if it feels my stress and so forth we've got a bit of a communication happening here but if you have any questions feel free to comment below let me know ask me but this study was an absolutely amazing study that i found and it proved everything that we thought was right that dogs feel our stress so then the question is is what can we do about about it right do what you do best love like share the natural health podcast remember to subscribe to the natural health podcast hit the bell notification button and you'll be notified when these amazing videos come up and you'll be the one of the first ones to know so you are able to implement these changes into your lifestyle so you can be as healthy and successful as you deserve to be and if you want specials please join the natural health podcast newsletter by clicking the link below and bonuses will be sent straight into your inbox every Friday. And remember, the missing link between failure and success is your health.
content and information provided here is opinion of Mahalia Raguse and is for information purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. It is not intended to provide medical advice or take the place of medical advice or any current treatment you're undertaking. Consult your own medical professionals for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the Natural Health Podcast. It is advised that you consult your doctor or healthcare professional in relation to any health concerns you may be having. Mahalia Raguse does not take responsibility for any health consequences which occur from a person listening, viewing or reading this content. And in the circumstances of Sheldon Natural Podcast, Mahela Ragu's any guests or contributors to the Natural Podcast or any employees, associates or affiliates of Mahela Ragu's be responsible for damages arising from the information provided on the Natural Podcast. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others. Please note, if you're taking prescription, do not stop your medication or start a new protocol, including but not limited supplements, diet, lifestyle changes without consulting a doctor or healthcare professional. If you or any person has a medical concern, you should consult with your healthcare provider or seek other professional medical advice. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you have read or heard on the Natural Podcast or in any linked materials. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or emergency services immediately. Neither Mahela Raguz nor the publisher of this context takes responsibility for the possible health consequences of any person or persons reading or listening or following the information in educational content.